Welcome to the Inspectations Podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird, CEO of the Abley Group. In business, one of the most difficult tasks a leader must do is find a way to inspect what they expect. Too often, great businesses fail or managers lose their way because they were operating based on expectations that they had not yet inspected. The Inspectations Podcast brings together business leaders from all industries to talk about best practices, innovation, leadership, and business development. You're listening to the Inspectations Podcast. Here's your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to Inspectations, the new podcast by the tag team. My name is Justin Starbird, and that's the new name of our podcast. So last time I was fortunate enough to have my oldest daughter, Alicia, Allie Starbird, on the podcast with me. Today is actually just as exciting because I have my youngest daughter, Emma Starbird, on the podcast. Emma, welcome. (laughs) Thanks for joining me. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. Well, the whole idea of doing this podcast was to help you and your sister understand what we do at work. Well, it's turned into something more. So not only has your sister done it, and now you are, but soon the whole tag team will be doing it. So that's what inspectations are. That's what the new podcast is going to be called. So you're the first guest with the new name of the podcast. How cool is that? It's pretty cool, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm happy. So they tell me that you wrote lots of questions to ask me today. So fire away. So at the end of the day, what do you think is your favorite part of work? The end of the day, what is my favorite part of work? Well, there are a lot of things. Um, at the end of the day, do you mean like the things I've accomplished during the day, or you mean like like uh, on a daily basis? What do you what you do? What do you think is your most favorite part? I think it's uh, probably getting to work with companies and see them having progress. So like being able to help a company that didn't have some direction, find their direction. And, you know, that's led to potentially more sales or it's led to a new business. I think that's always pretty cool. Um, how did you become so successful? Do you think anyone gave you advice? I had lots of advice along the way. Not all of it was good. <laughs> and I had lots of people trying to help me. Um, but uh, I don't know if I'm successful yet. I think one thing that's what's pretty wonderful is that we've created an opportunity to create a you know livelihood for ourselves, for you and I and Sissy to to go home to a nice house every day, and the people that work around us um, that have businesses as a result of what we do. I think that's pretty cool. Wow. Well, but do you want to know about advice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I've talked about some of the best advice I got was from teacher and grandpa. And, you know, they told me to follow my passion and to do things I really like to do. The teacher was really good at encouraging me to keep trying, even on days when I was pretty discouraged. Um, I was fortunate when I was a lot younger to have people uh, test my character and test 
you know, uh, things that were important to me. So that made me a lot stronger. So those are the kind of things I think about a lot of times when, um, uh, when I think about people giving me advice. So let's get into your personal life. Oh, my personal life. <laughs> do you have any, do you have any hobbies that you like? Do I have any hobbies? I have all kinds of hobbies. Um, one of them is actually coaching and volunteering. I get to coach you and your sister in different activities. My two favorites are softball and basketball. Um, I like to play basketball. I really try to keep up with the kids. I'm not that old, but the guys I play with, they're a lot younger than I am. <laughs> so that's something. And then I like collect things, like sports cards. You and I do that together quite a bit. In fact, we have a box later to open a 2021 Tops Chrome Baseball box. So that's pretty exciting. Are you looking forward to that? Yes, I am. Do you have any hobbies that you like? Drawing. Drawing? Yes. Tell me about one of the more recent drawings that you really like. Um, about last week, I drew a bear out of charcoal. A bear out of charcoal? What kind of bear? Brown bear. It was a brown bear. Um, what was your favorite part of creating the detail? The tiny little lines. What and were the little lines? Well, um, they were mostly shading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what were the lines of? Like they were like the fur? Yeah. The yeah. Fur. So would you draw like individual pieces of fur? Yep. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Actually, I know all about it because it's hanging up in the kitchen. But tell us, up, you know, how big is it? It's, a, it's the same size as a normal. Same size as a normal paper. It was eight and a half by eleven. I thought it was a little bit bigger than that. No. What other What other hobbies do you have? Uh, I like to collect You do. What's your favorite sport? Well, I like softball, but I like to collect football. Yeah. Softball. Who's your favorite player in football? Uh, ooh. It depends. It depends on what. Well. Depends if they retired or not. Oh, are you thinking of Mr. Brady? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they still make uh, his cards that we can collect, mm -hmm. even though he's retired. And then who? Who else do you like to collect? Um, I like to collect some Gronk. Yeah. Now that he's finally playing again. Yeah. Let's get a new card. He's very good. I did find one for you today. Um, that I got. A is a 2018 Don Ross Tom Brady base card, but nonetheless, that's a surprise for you. Surprise! Thank you. <laughs> um, did did you ever dream of becoming famous? Did I ever dream of becoming famous? Absolutely. I wanted to be president of the United States. Um, I thought I was going to be a NBA star. You know, but then I, I didn't grow very tall, only 5'11 and three quarters. So there's that. Then I thought I was going to be like Wayne Corbett, who was a, the ultimate slot receiver that, that from the NFL. So I thought I was going to be him. Um, he he preceded, uh, well, Wes Welker and then Julian Edelman and today Cooper Cup probably. But Wayne Corbett was very good. Um, so I thought that's who I was going to be. 
because I was the same height. I went to a small college. I was like, I'm going to be that guy, but I'm not that guy. So if I become famous, it's just because I'm a good dad. Well, what kind of goes with my first question? Yeah. Was what do you want to be a business model like when you were younger? What did I want to be? Well, I wanted to be all of those things. Yeah. I still would like to be all of those things. I don't know if the NFL is going to call me back, though. Probably not. The NBA definitely won't. Um, but uh, I don't think I'm going to be involved in politics. It's really hard to, um, to, to think about those sorts of things. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at today. How about you? What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I would love to be a vet. A veterinarian? Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a veterinarian? The, the animals. What's your favorite animal? Dog. Dog. How many dogs do you have now? I have three. Tell me about your three dogs. I have a dog named Buck. A Buck, okay. Mm -hmm. What kind of dog is he? He is a chocolate lab. Yep. How big is he? He's a normal size lab. He's, yeah. Yeah, how old is he? He's eight. I know, getting old, huh? Mm -hmm. What color is he? Brown, because he's a lot. Yeah. Um, but what about his... Uh, Beard. He has the Santa beard. Santa beard. Santa beard. Yeah, he definitely does. All right, tell me about the other two dogs. Um, Goose, which is my dog. She's your dog. Now. She's my dog. She's um, she's a black lab, and definitely shares one of my favorite hobbies. Which is softball. Oh yes, she does. She chases that all day. Oh, I mean, now you can, and now you really wear her out because she. Uh, you can throw it so far. And tell me about your third dog. Um, Winston. Mm, what kind of dog is this? He is a Bernadoodle, which is a new smart dog and a miniature poodle. No. That is adorable. He's like a giant mop. Yeah, but actually, since it's a miniature poodle, it turned out to be a normal size, basically. Just a tiny bit smaller than Buck Medusa. Well, that's cool. So, how much how much time do you have to devote to taking care of all these puppies? Probably forty percent of my time. Forty percent of your time, depending on the day. Yeah, that's a long time. Well, it's because you give them so much affection and attention. Because they're both, all three of them are very loving puppies. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Now. Yeah. You have some other animals though too, don't you? I mean, by other animals. I have. I mean, if you're going to be a veterinarian, you don't just see like and you know dogs all the time. What are the other animals? Two bunnies. Two bunnies. Mm -hmm. One is a Benjamin, and he's gray. I don't know exactly. He looks like a. He looks like a rabbit, but because he's. Because he is a rabbit. Yeah, but he's like six. <laughs> he's like a. He's like a foot long. He's a very large bunny. Uh, yeah, he's Benjamin's my bunny, and my second bunny is named Jake. Um, he's the same exact way. They're almost twins, except he's a darker gray, almost a brown. And how old are they? Uh, I think one or two months, uh, two years. Mm -hmm. Were they from the same letter? Um, yeah, they're actually brothers. Blood. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. What's their favorite food? Um, surprisingly, not carrots. No? Celery. Celery. Hmm. Well, that's exciting. 
Tony Robbins got me on a celery kit. I'm drinking celery in the morning now. It's not very good, but I do drink it. And then you have another animal. Yes. I have two. Two? I have um, a tortoise, not a turtle, named Speedy. And <laughs> a lot of people. Why did you call him Speedy? Well, a lot of people don't think that she lives up to her name, but she does. She's, she's faster than most tortoises I know. Yeah. Do you know a lot of tortoises? I know. Okay. Other one. Oh. And Speedy is much faster than this other tool. Yeah. Um, we were actually, she was so fast, we were going to name her Thunder before. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. You take very good care of your tortoise. I know that you had a pen at the, at, at, for the backyard. Yeah. So in the summer, they get outside. But unfortunately, um, one of our dogs kind of wrecked it. Oh, that's a bugger. And then what's the other end? It's a fish. It's fish. And sadly, the fish, uh, the fish is very hard to take care of. Really? Because um, we have those seven pets, and um, it's hard to take care of them all at once. And so normally, um, one of our friends usually takes care of them, or someone that comes over a lot to take care of them. Because mm. he basically just needs a lot of food. Yeah. Well, he's a fish. He swims around. And he is four years old. Wow. And we kind we kind of need him to go so we can focus. No, we don't want him to go. He's been around a long time. That's exciting. So what else makes you want to be a veterinarian when you grow up? I just like I love to help my animals. Like, um, I remember there was this one time where my dog had a blockage in his stomach. And I would I would lay down with him before when we couldn't figure out what it was, and I would make him run laps and help him try and get up. Which really, I just love doing that. Well, and if it wasn't for that, it actually loosened up his blockage and he was able to pass it, right? Mm -hmm. That was very good, very helpful. Well, that's great. What other questions do you have for, for me today? Um, oh, here's one. What advice? No. What sacrifices did you have to make when starting your career? No, that's a good one. What sacrifices did you have to make when starting your career? Career. Well, there's lots of different times where I've had to sacrifice quite a bit. Um, so, I actually started working pretty much full time while I was still in college, um, and that was that was unique because a lot of my friends were, you know, were not working yet, and so, you know, that made it really difficult sometimes when I could see them going out and doing things, and, and I wasn't necessarily there, um, especially on weekends. Um, one of the one of the jobs I had was to go to like grocery stores and help raise money for different uh, nonprofits. And, you know, it was very, it was very noble, but I was actually getting paid also to do it. Um, and so that was tough because all my friends would sit around on the weekend and hang out and go, you know, do whatever fun activities and I'd be gone most of the day. So that was tough. But what I did was it, it helped me understand that, you know, in order to reach your goals, you know, you have to um, make priorities in your life. And so I worked hard to do that. 
um, you know, when we started the business, uh, you know, that was tough because that also makes you really limit the amount of time that you have for freedom, for free time and stuff. Uh, it, it's a lot of hard work to, to, to get new clients or to get people just to believe in you because you've never done it before. Um, and so that was really, really difficult. Um, so, you know, when, especially when you were younger, uh, after you would go to bed, I would stay up sometimes very late at night um, and still have to wake up really early in the morning to, to make things happen. So those are the, those are the biggest things, um, you know, but at the end of the day, I really enjoy the work that I do. And so if I was to, you know, go out somewhere else and, you know, have some work for somebody, then I would be doing this anyway. And I think, uh, I think that's pretty cool. So every day I get to wake up and, and do things that I am doing myself. Uh, and that really shows through in the passion. And that's why a lot of people believe in the work that we do. No, finally. I really actually need to know your key. Not that this goes for anything, but how do you balance your personal life and your work life? No, do you balance, do you balance your personal life and your work life? If so, how? I would say not very well sometimes. I mean, here we are just after school on a Thursday and you're hanging out in my office asking me questions. The cool thing about that is that it's like, you know, personal, you get to hang out and also I get to show you what I do all day. So one of the things that we do all day is, you know, I get to interview people. So it's weird to have somebody interview me, um, but that's always really cool. Uh, you know, the other thing that sometimes it makes it difficult is separating the two because the office is technically attached to the house. Uh, even though people come to the office, you know, to work uh, when when they like, um, it's an open space. Uh, you know, it's still the commute to work is you know generally down the hall, <laughs> and so that's that's pretty tough sometimes because sometimes there's uh, a you know a thing to be said to have a commute to either get ready to go to work or after you're done work decompress. So that part is not always super duper easy but again i'm pretty pretty thankful um for that and then you know like i said before um i really enjoy what i do so sometimes i'll take an email or text message or a phone call later in the evening and probably shouldn't because i'm hanging out doing other things eating dinner or watching tv or relaxing and um i try to make it more of a priority to not answer but sometimes it's useful. So I need to get better at that. Well, there is some advantages for to being um for your office being connected to your house. Yeah, what's up? Um like if there's if at night, you know, when people are sleeping, you can come out here and finish your work and you still have time to spend with us in the morning. Yeah. Or maybe you have some free time when you're not with us to get more work done. To be well, let me ask you, how do I do separating work in our own activities? It depends on the day. I think you do very well on the weekends to not answer those phone calls and have them to get on your computer a lot. Um, on Thursdays, usually the night, you're, very, you're really good at the night. But I always understand how when you pick us up from school, your work hours are still going like four o'clock yeah i do like pick you up from school that's one of my favorite things is to hear about your day 
just for that time I get to like, you know, think about something completely different. You know, so I try not to be on the phone and those sorts of things. And um not embarrassing too much when I pick you up. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that time we dropped. As Bowser. Mm-hmm. That was pretty entertaining. Yeah. I thought you were a skunk. A skunk? A skunk. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. How about the um fancy like? Yeah. The blare blasting music out of Corella. Corella's our new GMC Yukon Denali. And we actually named it Corella. And it's really fun to make the speakers very loud when I pick them up from school. And also the big loud engine. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think? How is this? Uh, was this as difficult as you thought it would be? No. No? Would you write some more questions and come back? Sure. All right. Well, this is the first episode with it with its new name. Do you remember what it's saying? Inspectations. Inspectations. Because you have to inspect what you expect. And here at TAG, we work really hard to help our clients inspect what they expect. Thank you for joining me today. No problem. I'll do it again. Great. Well, you've been listening to the latest episode of Inspectations. You have been listening to the Inspectations podcast. On behalf of your host, Justin Starbird, and our guests today, thank you for listening. To learn more about the Inspectations podcast, our guest, or the Abley Group, please visit us at www.ableygroup.com. Be sure to keep inspecting what you are expecting.